Take two. Faster. 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 We're going down on South Park. Come on, let's make some time. We're going down on South Park. We'll leave you few and fine. Strap on those headphones. We'll worm into your brain. Once our lips reveal those tips, you'll never be the same. We're going down on South Park. You'll moan until you whine. We're going down on South Park. This is our final rhyme. That was our final rhyme. I was holding the coffee. I couldn't clap. It's like a time. That's amazing. Wow. I was. It was a performance. Wow. You were, over the, you were over the top then. It was exactly what it was. We okay. have both recorded. Adios, South Park Tears. This is why I stay behind the camera. Man. I'm Sean O'Brien. I'm going down on South Park. I'm Sean Fong. I'm going down to South Park as well. And I'm Joey Bonnier, and I'm also going down on South Park. Welcome to Going Down on South Park, episode number... That is not a thing we do on this show. That is not a thing we do on this it show. It is a thing we do. We can't stop because it. Because that's not a thing we do. I can't stop it. If I, okay, no, anyway. Well, you don't I guess have the power. pause. Please yeah. clap. Um, welcome to episode number 207. Uh, this episode was titled City on the Edge of Forever, <clears throat> also known as Flashbacks, mm-hmm. or it was also entitled Flashbacks. Uh, first premiered June 17th, 1998. That is not today. Um, a <laughs> little bit of pieces of history. Uh, at the time, The yeah. Boy Is Mine by Brandy was hitting the top charts. Ah. Uh, also, C'est La Vie by B Asterisk Switched. Or bewitched. <laughs> no joke. Huh? Okay, fine. Fuck you guys. Bill Clinton was the president. Uh, on June 16th, the day before, the Detroit Red Wings beat the uh, Washington Capitals four games to nothing. Um, June 16th is also Bloom's Day. So that makes me happy. Right? You guys tune into Literally Literary if you guys want. I think they know. Did you just say Har- Harlem Globetrotters beat the Washington? The Nine? Detroit Red Wings. Oh, I heard Washington. <laughs> uh, what is the fucking, uh, the adversaries to the uh, Globetrotters? The Generals. Is it the, the Washington Generals. Yeah. That's what it is. Gotcha. Well, in, in a way of basketball, <laughs> on June 14th, the Chicago Bulls beat the Utah Jazz four games to two to win the NBA championship. What was the Globetrotter score? The Globetrotter score? Yeah, that's the only one I ever care about. There was no Globetrotter. What Globetrotter score? There was no game. Well, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> There's always a Globetrotter game. <laughs> you should know um, this game because it was Michael Jordan's last championship, and it was an amazing, you know, the crossover of mm-hmm. Byron Russell and then the fadeaway shot to win the is this I mean, when he was playing baseball? It's like the most famous basketball shot of all time. You it should know. Famous it's probably the poster I saw in my friend's okay, room. I don't know. You're from not Chi- that poster. You're from Chicago. Okay. Yeah. You are from Chicago, aren't you? I am from Chicago. You enjoy an Italian beef sandwich once in a while. More than once in a while. Anyway, so they call that a cheesy beef. They, um, <laughs> Thank you, sir. You're welcome, sir. Um, so some background on the show. The The only thing I really have is that it, it would, it, the title is based off of um, the Star Trek, the original series, also known as Star Trek TOS. Um, Jesus Christ. Which I, so it was the city of the they both I were. can't be a fucking nerd alert if I don't know what I'm talking You know what? We should call Wheeler at the end of the show. Is Wheeler on? Uh, he might be. Let's call him at the end of the show. So Eric Wheeler. We'll, we'll call Eric Wheeler on at the end of the show. So <laughs> because he can explain. he's a nerd? He knows. Uh, he actually knows, he knows uh, Star Trek. He does. So he can explain to us what it is because I don't know anything Wait, about he's it. He's got to so. only know the movies though because he refuses to watch television. Well, we'll find out, yeah. won't we? I've seen <laughs> Some South Park notables, uh, Henry Winkler actually did voice an episode. In, uh, he was the kid-eating monster in this. <laughs> uh, Jay Leno played himself, and Brent Musburger uh, played, of course, Scuzzlebutt's leg. Leno played himself? He did. That was wow. Jay Leno. I thought Wait, they were Brent against Brent Musburger? That. Yeah. 
Oh, okay. I thought Patrick Duffy was scuzzled by the leg. Correct. That was originally. originally but in, in yeah. this episode, oh, this is it was. Yeah. It was I'm sorry. Wait, yeah, that, that was one wow. thing. I, uh, who the fuck is Brent Musburger? He is a sports, uh, sports announcer. Sports, oh, sports yeah. yeah. There we go. He is 77 years old. A world I know nothing about. <laughs> I mean, he was definitely um, announcing that Michael Jordan shot. That's for sure. That you didn't watch. Okay. Shame. <laughs> Shame. 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 I was doing right. important things like formatting hard drives. <laughs> All right. Um... <laughs> First impressions, boys. Would you, any any interesting? Do you guys have favorite moments? Um, the initial uh, quieting of the children moment caught me off guard. Um, I can't remember. Or I don't. I don't really remember this episode uh, very well. I'm not I, like. I feel like I never even saw it. Almost like the parts of it were memorable. Okay. But like the, when she first opens that little uh, safe or that little drawer, mm-hmm. and there is a bunny and a gun bunny. next mm-hmm. to it, I, I fucking lost. Man. That was <laughs> phenomenal. <laughs> Shoot the bunny technique. <laughs> Kill the bunny. Bunny technique. Uh, yeah, I had a lot of fair moments here. I loved just. Um, it just brought me back to quieting down. Like like I when I, I was always on the bus and I was always having the shittiest bus driver who would always freak out and quiet me down and scream, sit down and shut up. So, Were you a hyperactive child? I guess I was slightly... Uh, <laughs> I think just Philadelphia is generally hyperactive, so it might really? not have been his fault. Is that, is is a bus I think, yeah, I'm a, a Philadelphia stereotype? 5. Huh? Is this a stereotype? Or is this a... It's just the East Coast driving. A generality? Like East Coast bus driver, I don't know, oh, yelling at people. Oh, yeah, that's, that's true. With a bunch of douchey kids, that's all. Yeah. Okay. Oh, dude, if I was a bus driver, there'd be lots of yelling. I, I was going to say that, like, I have to quiet down people a lot during my day, my daily life. Like, I realize that it's part of my day is quiet. Well, you are a sound guy. I know, but I don't, I, I, and I, always, I never envisioned I'd have to be that guy quieting You're people You're a down. professional shusher. Yeah, it's annoying. <laughs> I'm not good at it. That's, I got to work on it. Okay. My and, favorite might have been the um, the dead skeleton scare. Like when the kid, oh, that was when, nice. when the kid the, in the red shirt, another Star Trek reference, by the way, the kid in the red Star Trek shirt. Wait, what was I the, this oh, one. the Star Trek? Anyone the, the wearing title. a red shirt yeah, yeah. was going to die in Star yeah. Trek. And so when the kid yeah. stood up wearing a Star Trek shirt, yeah, you know, I guess Is, it was just because I think of the title that's the a uh, generation thing, though. I think what do you mean a generation that. thing? Uh, I think one of them, it was the red shirt, and then, like, next generation, it was the blue shirts or something. Uh, I don't think so. I'm pretty sure it was always red. I think De- that's it a was tradition. definitely red for TOS. I'll check it I out. don't know about that. We can ask Wheeler. It's fine. What were you going to say, though, Joey, just before? Oh, uh, I was also going to say I loved the flashback with Kenny when Kenny got to kill death and then eat ice cream. I just loved that. It was, it, was such a, it was such a great turn that, like, Kenny's perfect enemy is death, and he actually <laughs> defeats him because death always kicks his ass. Um, and I love the eating ice cream. Just every time yeah. someone won or did anything victorious, they would just eat ice cream like the big monster. What's your favorite flavor of ice cream? My favorite flavor of ice cream is, can it be like a Ben and Jerry's flavor? Is that like too yeah. ridiculous? That's what I call a sticky situation. <laughs> uh, I like Chubby Hubby. I Jesus like that. Christ. It's got the uh, ch- the... <laughs> Pretzels filled with uh, peanut butter. Sure. They're, they're amazing. Shanfa. Cherry Garcia, man. It's good. It's just a little <laughs> sparse. I need more. Uh, sparse? I need, yeah, I need more, you know. Sparkle. More shit in your shit? Yeah, I need more shit in my shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's go into the cultural relevance first, and then we'll we're, we'll probably spend the most time with themes, I think, for this episode. Um, there's not much in the way of cultural episode. The, this, you just mentioned the sticky situation, which is, um, it's just a trope. It's just this a This was TV definitely trope. a writer's room fucking. I yeah, thought it, I agree. exactly. Yeah. And by the way, the yeah. writers in this episode were, uh, were, were Trey Parker, of course, and Nancy M. Pimentel, which I, wonder, I actually fucking wrote. I don't know if that's right. Come to think the, of it, the loaf? I know, right? Mental. <laughs> I want to say and that mental, I, I, I really did notice a lot that it was writing. Like it was a, but I also thought it was good writing, and mm-hmm. it saved an otherwise kind of boring uh, 
like story. I oh guess. yeah, there's almost no plot in this. Yeah, no plot. And, I guess yeah. is the better term. Yeah, just because. And I didn't like a the originally part of it because I kept going back to flashbacks. Yeah. I was like flashback after flashback. I was like, okay, it's more of a retrospective episode. I'm like, kind of right, correct. They call that a, a clip show. Yeah. Right, like exactly. a clip show, like, and like I was Simpsons. Like, all and then that. I thought it was but a little bit early, season, right? Or, yeah. In the middle of a second season, I was like, okay, but then, okay, but then they yeah. just kind of made the turn because they started doing like flashbacks of stuff they've seen this episode. Like they did a flashback of the kid with the red shirt. Really, well, not it took only that, that long for you to turn? For me, it, it was, was a little bit earlier, probably around that time. Yeah, really. Uh, what was it? The um... well, the very first one is a, it's a twist on what it was. So it's it's by definition not a clip show in a weird way because what they do right. is they change it. I agree. So yeah. it's not. It, it's a throwback to the to a clip show. In a weird way, it subverts it. Yeah, it was yeah. The, the Brent Musburger one where I realized that it wasn't the one. So, oh, did I, you think that? Oh, you, I you mean remember that. the very first episode when the the thing comes out of Cartman's ass? Yeah, right. But you know, it, I, I I guess I was just kind of just going think, along okay, with it, and it didn't it, it didn't okay. register that it was well, not what happened. I think it's also interesting. It's somewhat Mandela effect of us, exactly. In yeah. any sense, and we were just talking about alternate realities in that sense, and everyone just has their own different kind of memory of it. I thought well, it was so interesting. Yeah, well, all right. So fuck fuck the cultural relevance. Let's just go well, straight into it with the themes. Okay. Uh, well, it, those that was more the themes I was talking about. Yeah. Um yeah, so so uh, essentially with that weird twist, the, the the biggest kind of concept that came out of this, not so much philosophically speaking, but one of the things with the show that we had established before is the idea of imagination made real, right? Mm. A lot of times in the show, what'll happen is they'll mention something yeah, yeah. that is supposed to be imaginary, and then all of a sudden it'll manifest in real life, in reality, right, right. or at least in the reality of South Park to sort of show the absurdity of reality, yeah. but in the reality of the show, that is reality, which is absurdist, so it's a very strange thing. It's now, also the secret. Oh, yeah. If you, like... Yeah. What does that if mean? If you wish it, it will like happen. Like that fucking book, The Secret Thing? The, oh, okay, shit. Cool. the Yeah. Got it. Yeah, yeah. Um, sure. Okay. It's also just the ontological argument, but the... The the what now? I don't even want to get into that. All right. Um, I'll look it up later. We can talk about it at some other point. <laughs> Tune into politics it. for a long fucking thing of that. You know, if um, we just got a dictionary, we wouldn't even need the show politics. That's very true. Um... <laughs> it's a good point. But, but here's, the, here's the twist that happens in this particular episode. So... If if the the trope essentially is established that imagination can be made real in this, well then what happens when we add to that the idea of failed memory? Does suddenly whatever was untrue become true based on their lie? Because that lie is an imagination. And so thus, once they've stated the imagination, in other words, the not real thing sure. that is real. Yeah. So yeah. it is the things both happened and did not happen simultaneously. Welcome to our police state, sir. Where the fuck <laughs> is this going? Yeah, I'm not sure. I uh, so, you you couldn't even you couldn't even like yep. relinquish no. the politics for half a second <laughs> and just enjoy the idea of like of of the unknown and no, the dream world. Uh, I have no problem with politics. I just don't understand the connection. No, no, this, this is an actual um, an actual psychological phenomenon. The idea that uh, people's memories are malleable. So the idea that you know when people are interrogated by oh, police, they ask style. them the same thing over and over again. Again, and there there can be ways that you can manipulate that yeah. so that you change the story and make that real. Uh, the vast majority of people that uh, testify under oath are uh, factually inaccurate when there is video evidence to to corroborate what they are saying. So the the, uh, the statistics do bear out that the vast majority of our memories are actually false memory so sure well that's the first that's the second part of it sure yeah. there there are the the failed memory element oh, of it yeah and, and, and then there's manipulation of that yeah 
Absolutely. Yeah. Well, no. See, that's the thing. This what was this manipulated? Oh, I guess no. you're saying that from the viewer's perspective, the the that was mine because I missed the first couple of flashbacks. I didn't, you know, it didn't register that they weren't real. I just went Got along it. with. We it. only missed one, I think. Uh, okay, yeah, but either yeah. way, once I saw that, once there was one that was glaring that I knew did right. not happen, then all of a sudden, you know, but I, I think I we're, was woke. We're also throwing, not throwing in the <laughs> the the wrench that um that it's the dream. You can dodge a ball. You can dodge a wrench. We'll get to that in a second. Though. But I mean that's also okay. Yeah, I'm but but well because that 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 well, still is just the extra level of it. But nevertheless, right. a dream is imagination. Fucking, so even still, yeah, a dream within the dream. Trope but it's like too. saying that that ultimate Bob reality Newhart. can clearly exist in the, within a dream. I guess. Well, certainly, but that's a given. But but then but, but, but then that does that mean that uh, like Cartman's memory of things and like and Stan's memory of things does that mean like that's all actually real in this alternate dream reality? Once you add the dream, no. However, it does twist it back into the thing. Of Miss Crabtree is sitting there with with fucking Elvis dude at the very end. Mm -hmm. Where is that? Yeah, right. Well, I he like says that. he knows I like he has to go. So although that could just mean he has to go doesn't deliver mean, more roofies. Yeah, it doesn't mean anything. It was very inception. -y <laughs> Except for the fact slash, that the, the, the sky yeah. is red and all the trees are green. But that's <laughs> well, that could be just be like a you know the sunset sun kind of thing. Yeah. Well, Magic hour, certainly. Bitch. But yeah. my my point remains is that it was so if it was all thing. a dream. And we've already shown that right. they've woken up or, what, you know, where, where's became woke, to use the parlance of our times. And yet she persisted. Is it <laughs> Nevertheless, she Never persisted. But hmm. is it, the, the question remains, so then what is reality in South Park? Because currently reality is imagination, right? Im imagination can directly affect reality in this show. Um, so thus, okay. the, the question is, if... If imagination can directly affect reality, is a lie also a truth? Is a lie also a truth? Does any lie become truth because it then manifests itself? So is it then like impossible to lie in this world because whatever you say then does automatically kind of become true? Yes. I don't know, man. And... <laughs> 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 um, one last shout out to uh, Mary Kay Bergman, who play who is the voice of uh, Miss Crabtree. Uh, she she plays all the the girls' voices in South Park. And I keep yeah. forgetting to mention her. Um, but I guess anything else, guys? Anything else for oh. the? Who, I, we yeah. can go into whose story is this? But do you have anything else on this philosophical topic? No, no. I was just going to go off on a favorite moment I forgot to mention. Oh, please do. Which is uh, when Crabtree opens the movie drawer looking for the uh, the instructional video on what to do when there's an emergency. <laughs> oh, yeah. And all of the other videos are What like, were the other videos? They were the worst collection of Stallone movies, uh, <laughs> which we actually freeze-framed to uh, double-check. Uh, I, I saw over the top. And is double-check one of them? What's that? Never no, that, that that's double impact, and that's Van Damme. Shit. God. <laughs> Uh, what was it? Over the top, stop or my mom will shoot, and then rhinestone. And then well, I know someone who loves Stallone. Why don't you give Wheeler a call? We can ask him about <laughs> Star Trek. Um, oh, in the meantime, I'll talk because I, I got a bunch of more stuff. Oh, God. I loved how the bus went down like Titanic. Did you guys know? I think you guys it laughed at that. It broke in half. It broke in half and then went down and like carried the other yeah, path. Correct. To hell with it. So when people said like I went down like the Titanic, it actually went down like the Titanic. <laughs> yeah, they were actually being literal. Oh, you know, I was laughing for a completely different reason. But Why? well, I I was laughing because. It, it it looked as though it was breaking in half and the children were going to be saved because they were in the front of the bus. And to me, the joke mm. was that it looked like they were going to be okay and then they got dragged away anyways. Ah. I never even made it a Titanic connection, sure. but I still haven't seen Titanic. So. Yeah. Is he dialing? 
Oh, I also love the fact that in the middle of this episode, <laughs> uh, Sean O'Brien said, oh, this is going to be fun. <laughs> <laughs> and he said it like five or six times since then. You just like, you. why are you not, ha- you should always be fun is what I'm wondering. I'm like, why are you so, why, why was this one more fun than any others? Well, because it's an interesting question as far as, I, I, I'm, I'm always obsessed with the idea of narrative and, and you know, the who's who's telling the story, whose story is it, and okay. the idea of just more specifically, not so much meta, but, but you know, uh, what is the nature of the storyteller within the story? How would That's you rate this episode in this season to you? Like, I refuse to do that. <laughs> is this, is this I will a, never, it, ever do that. All of Trey's babies are equal. I'll tell you what. You can give me like some grading scale or you can give me a scale. Is but this, give me like an, a crazy this, scale. Is this on the higher? Well, is this we'll towards the best to, episode or one of the worst? Give me a scale of ice cream flavors. Okay. <laughs> on a scale from like one ice cream flavor to the other. Bottom is rum like, raisin, clearly. Okay. I think Jesus everyone knows Christ. that. Maybe like pecan or some bullshit okay. like that. Uh, at the top is, you know, Rocky rum raisin Ra- pecan at the bottom? Yeah, some pecan bullshit, whatever. I like pecan. Pistachio or something. Good. Okay, whatever. It's a pecan. All right, I'm from Philadelphia. <laughs> <Probably>. <laughs> we, talk, we, talk, we don't talk so good. It's a pecan. <laughs> um, so, okay, so, so the bottom is, is pecan or rum raisin. Yeah, okay. rum, in that range. Sure. And then at the top, we got like, uh, you know, the Rocky Roads, the Chubby Hubbies, okay. the Chunky Monkeys. So okay. just shit with chunks of chocolate in it. Yeah. That's okay. what ice cream is, my friend. Cool. So yeah, then then this is this is, uh, this is pistachio. Oh, wow. Okay. Completely irrelevant. I know, exactly. That's why I did this. <laughs> I was just trying to waste time. Oh. Uh, whose story was this? Miss Crabtree's. Okay. What did she want? Actually, she I wanted you to sit down and shout out. <laughs> I don't. I mean, originally she wanted to save the children, but then I guess at the end she wanted to, you know, get away from her big career and have a nice life with uh, Marcus. <laughs> okay, <laughs> what was in her way from 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 doing this, getting what she wanted? Jay Leno. <laughs> the fact that it's a dream. <laughs> okay, that's not a yeah. I guess that's true. In the in the in the. The reality of the dream, however, what's in she her way? Understood what's, why is end, it dramatic? She I guess. knew she was in some sort of dream, right? She was like, "Yeah, we're not going to be here much longer, or something." So let's, oh, I let's guess that's kind of interesting. Let's yeah, enjoy wow. it while while we can. Oh, oh, man. fuck! Now you just you just opened up a whole little thing. So then, yeah. Miss Cra- maybe Miss Crabtree really was cognizant of the fact that it was a dream. Maybe she right. was. Maybe she was living in the dream. I mean, by the way, I think this is kind well. of the only character where Miss Crabtree, or the only the only episode where Miss Crabtree does play a, a pivotal role. Hmm. I feel like there was wasn't there something where she where Kenny was uh, lodging himself in her vagina. That's not no. her. Oh, who was that? I don't remember who that I is. Forget that oh. too. I don't think it's her. Okay. Did you guys uh, um, <laughs> the Hillary Clinton episode <laughs> read oh, yeah. anything into the the video uh, that she put in or the um, I guess the idea of um, no longer having like books but everything being on video considering this was 1998 or 1999 and the mm-hmm. vast majority of the way that I learn things now is googling it and watching okay. it on YouTube like that is uh, kind of the precursor to our our current information age. A, pr- a precursor to it? Well, at least a, a predictor of, or at least the... Uh, uh, they always had that stuff. For informational videos? There's nothing uh, new about that. Uh, I f- uh, I Duck feel- and cover. 
Yes, but as a, a reference in a time of crisis. So traditionally, an informational video was something that you watched when you were taking the prep class, but it wasn't necessarily something that you would access while you were doing the thing. That was what the book's job was. Um, I don't know. I mean, nah, man, that goes okay. back. I think 2001 A Space Odyssey, it's like a nice trope in there. I, I, was I wasn't around. Asleep. I don't then. know, man. <laughs> um, well, all right. Sorry. That's it. Wait, what's up with Eric? We'll call him. Well, we can do him as a tag. Okay. Are you playing the thing? What's happening? Well, you have to play it. Yeah, you have to play We're going down <laughs> on South Park. You're doing. No one has to rewind. We're going down on South Park. This is our final rhyme. That was our final rhyme. What did you say? Say it shut up. Oh, my God. <laughs> Run away from home. <laughs> don't come back. Oh, I don't know delirium. Hello, sir. Did you intro me? Not no. yet. All right, sit down and shut up. Well, I don't want to hear the intro. Okay, then I won't say it. I'll put. I'll plug it in later. Okay, that's fine. Ladies and gentlemen, Eric Wheeler has joined us to talk about uh, Star Trek TOS. Did I say that right? Um, well, you can tell me in a second. He has a long list of accolades, as far as I understand. He's been making buttons for the last 27 years. Um, he also drinks a lot of coffee and only uh, grain alcohol, as far as I understand. His hair is always sort of poofy in the way of uh, those little dry erase boards. I'd say much um, in the way that bricks aren't. Much in the way that bricks aren't. You're just fucked up. Um, he has two grandmothers, two grandparents, uh, two grandfathers as well. Um, and he's not tall. That's short. Was that good? And I don't think that was good. That's that wasn't thing, good. That's, that's what my girlfriend says. She says, you're not tall. <laughs> <laughs> that was not good. I'm sorry. Yes, and. I say, well, let me ask you, fellas. Mm. Tall yeah. is a relative term, right? What? So is I'm, tall a relative over... term? Tall is a relative term. There's normal. And then you're either tall or shorter than normal. So average height for for an American man is what five foot eight, something like that. Five, yeah, about okay. That. I'm five foot ten. Yeah. I'm not saying I'm tall, but I'm not short by any. I would say you're. The imagination. I, you're close there's, to tall. Sir. Yeah, there, there's also four I, inches of hair, so I'm that always makes up for. I'm not saying I'm tall. I'm just saying I'm not short. I think Correct. six foot is the cutoff for being called tall. But yeah, no, you're definitely not well, short. She, that still doesn't make her wrong because if yeah, you're if you're, you're, you're claiming that tall. you're normal, she's still saying you're not tall. Yeah. She's not saying normal. She's saying I don't even measure up to normal. Oh, she's saying you're, sh she's she's saying calling you're short? short? Yes. Then wow. that's incorrect. Yeah. She's, you are not short. Correct. Yeah, she's that's just, not accurate. Sorry, anyway, Sam. Anyway, I, we love you, uh, but I'm, you're... I'm a pig on a mission. Uh -oh. I have one thing to say. What do you got? This is a uh, thing, right? Am I in the shit? Yeah, the South Park. Am I in the pigsty, as you boys call it? I suppose. So this is the classic uh, South Park character cart. I'm doing This is the classic South Park character Cartman. He's uh, uh, back in the day. He he did an episode where he talked about being a beefcake. You guys remember this beefcake, beefcake? Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, we remember. Okay, okay. So this is the classic South Park character Cartman uh, beefcake bit, but instead of saying beefcake, he's saying deep state. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's hear it. Are you doing it? Yeah. Deep state. Deep state. <laughs> Very good, sir. Wheeler, before you go, I have a question for you though. Um, can you tell us about the city on the edge of tomorrow? Uh, city. Did he leave? 